Welcome to Colorblind, the podcast with your host, Shauna Brown. So let's get into it. Okay, yes, I am calling out Darren Starr because it seems like nobody else really is. Although I believe he is getting flack over his new show, Emily in Paris, but no one said boo about none of his other creations that are still being streamed on streaming services. So let's begin with who Darren Starr really is. And oh, by the way, uh, there are going to be some spoilers of these shows. So if you haven't seen them, go watch it and come back and listen to this. <laughs> so Darren Starr is a TV producer, writer, and director of film and TV. He is best known for shows like Melrose Place, Beverly Hills 90210, and the revamped version, Sex and the City, Younger, and Emily in Paris. Seriously, why is no one talking about this? He has gotten away with this for so long, only casting white people as his leading characters. And then he puts black people, if any, or any other culture as the friend or the girlfriend that gets cheated on or throws them a couple of lines here and there to seem like he treats actors in Hollywood fairly. Give me a break, Darren Starr. Who are you? As a first example, he said sex and the city was a product of its time. Really? Well, he better stand up and try to explain his show Younger because that show is a product of its time. Well, it was created like, what, five years ago? So you're just going to lie and talk out the side of your neck to save face and not get canceled. Not that that does anything anyways, because everyone seems to be bouncing back. So sorry that I am incredulous towards this man, but no, you are just trying to hide behind your wall of excuses. Like, I believe he casted Blair Underwood, a doctor um, that was a boyfriend of Miranda, in Sex and the City and she broke it off with him to get back with Steve but that was it that's yeah that that was it so now the reboot which I have not seen they are now adding diverse casting like Sarah Ramirez and Nicole Ari Parker you know all these reboots and remakes of past shows are such money grabs you didn't do it right then, so you're just trying to plop a dash of culture in there to ensure you will be getting that big payday, big payout, because you, because what you did before isn't going to work anymore, boo-boo, okay? So assuming that you couldn't use other races in your narratives, only if it calls for it is ridiculous, because all the books and stories and such are based around white people, so of course it's not going to call for it. If the stories themselves are not diverse to begin with, the argument falls apart in my opinion because the world is diverse and you can't base your storylines on what isn't so, no matter what the book says. So I watched Beverly Hills 90210, the original one, and even have the few seasons, few first seasons on DVD. And I loved Jason Priestley. He was one of the main characters and the most prominent one. He was the guy that everybody loved, that everybody could get along with. He was the glue that peace, he was the glue that kept everyone together. Like he dated various different types of personalities, most of all which were white. He dated a bigot. He dated the housekeeper's niece, which was Spanish. Uh, he had his Minnesota sweetheart. He dated, he dated Susan from the paper in college. He dated Miss Euphoria herself, drug slipping lover. He dated a figure skating Olympian, a news anchor. He's had so many girlfriends. And finally, the most noted one, this one and only Miss Kelly Taylor. 
yeah, she was a very prominent figure on the show as well. And the only black woman that they put in Brandon, which is slash Jason Priestley, orbit was his neighbor Sharice so which I believe was played by Vivica A. Fox so fortunately they made his black family affluent and not some other stereotype that they usually would have done in the 90s shows as far as the rest of the cast for what I remember they were mostly white and dated white and if any people of color were in like the 90210 original they played minor, minor characters like Spanish people working in the kitchen or as the housekeeper or the black teens on the school's basketball team or just one-off appearances of the neighbor. And the list goes on and on, but very minor or like almost irrelevant roles, kind of like background scenes. So stereotypical roles you would typically see in the 90s and just overall through network television. So another one of my fave shows was Younger. I was so into the show. I watched it, rewatched it many times. It has Hilary Duff in it, which of course, Lizzie McGuire. Yes. And the main characters of the show were all white and they were like Sutton Foster as Liza Miller, Nico Tortorella as Josh, bringing back some memories again, but like I said, Hilary Duff as Kelsey. And I gotta throw Debbie Mazar in there as Maggie. And you can't forget um, Miriam Shore as Diana Trout because she made that show. But again, they were all white, right? And then the only time I saw a black person was when Josh one of, again, the main characters, dated a black creative director for a hot minute, but then he later cheated on her with, if you've seen the show, his one and only, Liza Miller. No, wait, actually, I forgot. They also had um, Zane Anders, which who was played by Charles Michael Davis, actually, and he was a love interest to Kelsey Peters. He was in there quite a bit, but he wasn't in there from beginning to end. They only like plopped him in kind of in the middle, but look him up. He is hot. Like, I feel like that was pretty much it. I might have seen a peekaboo in the background or a, or as a fitness trainer, but like always, Darren Starr doesn't care to cast anyone diverse. And I'm not buying anything he's spitting out because he's proven time after time, show after show, that he's only willing to pay white actors and cast them in leading roles. And his whole thing with Emily in Paris, he did the same thing. I've only watched a few episodes and they had, I guess, the one Asian woman as the friend and the one French black guy working in the office, but that's pretty much it. I haven't really seen, again, I haven't seen the whole show, but from what I'm getting, just from clips I've seen and the sh- marketing, it's, that's it. <laughs> like Darren Star only seems to cast supporting roles for black people or other. If you can't even, if you can even call them supporting roles, like um uh it's like it's like this um um jen in the back there yeah yeah can you come here yeah we're ready for you okay okay we need you to stand here okay okay yeah right here fix your feet all right now say the line and cut (laughs) perfect that's all we need from you today sweetie like go pick up your check with damien and that's what (laughs) and that's how we be treated on network television Like, how can it still be in 2022? Give me a break, bud. Give me a break. It's quite interesting that he continues to get picked up by these big networks to show his creations on the small screen. It seems that these networks also have some explaining to do. They cater to white audiences because they truly believe that they won't get the biggest audiences if the main characters or leads are not white. And again, it's been proven time after time. If you just turn on the TV, turn on the streaming services, it's it's the same thing. And like, answer me this, scandal, how to get away with murder, both 
black woman led and it wasn't an all black show. These shows had various types of people on them and it was amazing in my opinion. And Darren Star doesn't care and he's proven this so he can take his his um of its time bull and shove it because this world isn't white get it together. So after you have listened to all that I said about Darren Star and his lack of diverse casting, I hope you have gained some perspective because that is really what it is all about. So when you hear people um, of all backgrounds say, I never saw myself on TV, what, what they mean is network television only really casted white or the leading roles were mostly white characters. And you may wonder and say, oh, well, it, it why does it matter? It's just acting, it's fake, but it really does matter. If you picked up your remote and switched on the TV and every day you saw the same type of people over and over and over again, it makes you wonder why you're even on this earth not being represented and not because it's not quote unquote real life. In my experience and perspective, it's just not relatable. As I previously mentioned, Sex in the City produced by Darren Star was four white women exploring the dating world of NYC. Now, the, sh- the show Girlfriends, however, I love that show, even though sometimes I really was like, come on. Um, It was four black women navigating their lives in LA. And of course, I related more to this show than the other because I saw myself on TV. In my own life at the time, I wasn't seeing much of myself anywhere and it was the same on TV, film. So I was like, oh, this is how the world is then? Really, this is it? I just want to see more black women have leading roles now and not necessarily in all black film or TV, but stuff that can cater to everyone in the sense that it doesn't always have to be some white protagonist leading the charge. Give me another show like Scandal or How to Get Away with Murder. In fact, put those two in a show together, working together. Carrie Washington and Viola Davis both are amazing actors. And I know, I know they had a little thing where they did like crossover with those both, both of the shows, but that was a one-off. I want a whole show with them. It would be phenomenal. Whatever the show would be, it would be intense to watch. Please, someone come up with something, something amazing. And y'all, those, <laughs> these two ain't cheap, but these producers have money and they will make it back. Trust. So everyone put pressure on these people, <clears throat> Darren Star, to do better. The new Sex in the City and Emily in Paris sprinkle sprinkle of culture crap ain't gonna cut it, okay? All right, so as always, we're gonna end this episode with a quote. Don't sit down and wait for the opportunities to come. Get up and make them. Madam CJ Walker. All right, thank you so much for listening to me today. Stay tuned every Thursday and follow the podcast on Instagram at colorblindpodcast and subscribe on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcast. This is Colorblind.